whole thing you're doing here, this uh, living art piece canvas, you, you work with uh, the art community and all that. So who are you and how, what are you doing and how can we okay. get into what well, you're into? Well, I'm, I started off um, as a hair model, but I'm Sean Ireland, but I, I go as by as Eligio Abram is my model. Eligio Abram, beautiful. I love it. Yeah. All right. So what is uh, a, a living canvas? What are you? What is it all about? Oh. What's wrong, Andy? Yeah. Hello. Oh, I see. Hear I know you. What's going on. Hi. Can you hear me? It just goes out in and yeah, out. Yeah, everybody. So, how did this all start for you? I guess is the first question, as far as like art and the type of art that you do. For those who don't know. Um, Explain to us your type of art and why you do what you do and basically what started it all for you. Okay. So um, when I first started, um, I was a hair model. My friend, I, was, I wanted to dye my hair. So she suggested I go to a hair specialist, her friend. And her friend was great. Her name was Crystal. So she, um, I went in there, found her, and then she said, oh, yeah, I'll do your hair. And she went for this platinum. She said, we're going to go for platinum blonde. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And so when she did, she's also a little bit of a photographer herself. So she did my hair platinum blonde. It took like three sessions, but we we, we hit it and got, almost got it in the second session. And so that's why mm, we were all excited. Okay. And so, um, when she finally got it done, she took a picture of it and she put it on her um, her Instagram. And because she's like already well famous and now she was already kind of big already. So some artists seen the picture in, the, in some um, magazine. They seen they're like, I love love his look. And so they want, and so they got and try to get in touch with me to have me as, to has me as the, um, their model for their page. And so her sister, whose husband is a big time photographer, and she does photography herself too, but he did pictures like of Kim Kardashian in them back in the club. He was doing that during that club days. He was taking pictures. So therefore, he went ahead and so I set, I set up an appointment, a booked appointment with her and her husband, and we did those photos. And then those photos got international, exp um, international, it was internationally sought after. It was like, wow. And, and those photos the guy used for the magazine. And that's how I got it. And so they introduced me and credited me as a fashion model. Mm, okay. But, okay. Into modeling already. Wow. So, so basically discovered right there and then. Wow. That's a pretty, yeah. pretty incredible story. Because uh, that's not how all stories like that. But wow. So you must have had a really good um, look, but not just. Ben, you must have been really just part of that creative process. So what, can you talk about that first experience? What was that like? Because obviously, for me, when I don't know what to do, I feel like a total, like, oh, my God, oh, yikes. I don't, I don't imagine that was, like, for you. So, like, what was that like being there for the first time, being whisked away with this incredible photographer getting discovered? Oh, um. I'm just a natural, and because of my natural features and I just my nature away, it was easy for them to shoot me, and so that's how it got. And so that that would led for um, me to start going to do fashion, doing like doing fashion pictures and stuff. And I started getting more designers, and then I had like designers fly in to 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 photograph me, and so I was kind of glad about that. And then I did that for a little bit, and then I switched into life modeling because you know fashion never. Um, follows trends and stuff, but uh, it is art. And so art never follows fashion. 
but fashion follows after art. And so therefore I said life modeling was the best choice because it'd be the best choice to go into, especially because um, I, I did want to do that. I see a lot of beautiful, um, when you go to the museums and portraits, you, you see a lot of that beautiful life art. And so when my photographer recommended me to do that too, I did that. And so that's what I'm doing now. Plus, um, there's a lot less restrictions if you do life art. You can have weight on you. You can't be like, you know, modeling, they have strict, up. you have to be so thin. <laughs> and you have to have that look that they're going for. So this way I can model and I don't have to chase after fashion, but fashion's chasing after me and I can still be, you know, artly expressing myself. Mm, okay. So um, walk us through that process of that. Like the first time you did the life modeling. Like for those, like, yeah, so explain to us really exactly what that my life modeling is, what it looks like. Of that, that when you're actually participating in that kind of art. Okay. So um, basically life modeling is where you go and you meet with the, the, the person who's going to draw you. And you're gonna pose. They have they start off with gesturements. That means you pose, you hold your look, hold that pose for like maybe five minutes, three minutes, two minutes. And then the really long pose is usually twenty minutes. And you just sit in that pose mm. for twenty minutes. And that's that's the tricky part because most people don't realize you have to stay hold that position while they draw you. And so they're they're like looking at you and then drawing you. That's what they're supposed to. But sometimes they can oh, look at you. Okay. Okay, I know what you're talking about. That's how my way of so I, I want to make sure I understood exactly what you were saying. But I was going to say, because it's that, that I've always been interested in. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. yeah, that, that's, a very, that's a very interesting side of art that um, I, I've always want, I was always curious about. And hard is it to stay in that one position while they're <laughs> painting you or drawing you? That ha I mean, because it, it might look like it's easy, but it does not. I don't think it's that easy. I mean, can you walk us through that? Because I know, doesn't like your, like, doesn't your body hurt after a while when you're staying still? <laughs> in yeah, that, like, like, yo, can you? That, um, that process is a little funny because each person's body is different. And so, like, I can sit like this, like Indian style, and other people, they try to sit Indian style like this, and it hurts. They cannot force, they cannot force, force their legs like this. It hurts for them. So, and, and, and mm -hmm. when you're doing a pose, you have to do a pose that your body naturally can go into where you can hold it for a long period of time. Different mm -hmm. um, flexibility. But um, the main thing is what the, what the artist is trying to get. They're trying to draw. They're basically, they're, they're, they want to capture your drawing, capture you, posed, and, and they, 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 they dissect you in angles. So they can draw you, but also draw the light, how the light is bouncing off you. So it's playing off the light, how the light hits your body and how it brings your contour to a, a image that they can say, oh, I want to draw that. Uh, it looks pretty, pretty good. And so basically what I do is I naturally fold myself into like angles where it's sharp. It's like my, they say I'm like, um, I, I am like a cat. They say I, I'm like a cat when I do my poses because it's kind of hard for most other people. They try to do the exact pose. It'll be hard for them. But for me, because of my upbringing, I'm able to do those poses in these little different type of angle shots, which is, you know, like, I, I never drew that. And so that's that's how. So I'm like, like, like you right now, you can do a pose that's comfortable for you. But if another try that same pose, they can't do it because they're like, my body don't bend that way. My body, I can't sit like that, you know? Mm, and so like, cool. Okay. How, um, so, okay, so how big is that form of art? Is it, is it, is it very popular? Like, let's say, like, the other forms of art are, um, exist, or 
is that form of art, is, is it one of those kind of arts that you have to really know about, like word of mouth kind of art? Like, so walk me through that. I'm, okay. I'm very curious to know because I've seen that on TV. It is never heard It is like that because um, basically people have to choose you to draw you. And so if you don't inspire them, Ooh. they don't want to draw you because they don't want to waste their time. Um, so it, it is, it is a kind of word to mouth as in they need to meet you. That's because how I got introduced was, um, my, my other photographer, he did shots of me and he was doing it. And he said, Sean, I think you might be good. And so he invi invited me to the group. And then when I got to the group, they all liked me and they said, okay, let's see him pose. And then they had me pose with him and we both was, he was sitting in a chair and I was sitting on the floor and we both posed. It was a good pose. But um, they just want to test me out. And he, wanted, he just tested me out that first day to see if I was really serious about doing it. And it worked out. Oh, um, I, have it on my, I have it on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah I think I saw you in that. Um, is it always, like, all the time? No. Or is it only that? Um, it's not always nudity. You can choose to either if you want to wear clothes or if you're not. Or, if, or they'll let you know ahead of time if they want a new shot or something like that. Because basically when, they, when you're doing new shots, they're trying to get the graphing of the body, the way the muscles, the way the body set and the muscles set on the body. Oh, That's what they're aiming oh, yeah. So, Okay, so there's a question. Yeah, yeah wait, there was a question, though. Yeah. Uh, the Midiaki, I can't pronounce that. I'm sorry. But it says, what goes through your mind while posing? Good. Was right. one of the yeah. questions. Yes. My mind is furthest away from what I'm doing. Sure. When I'm thinking about that, when I'm, when I'm posing, my, okay, if I'm trying to do a happy pose, I'm thinking about bunnies, I'm thinking about what I ate that was so delicious, and my mind's on that. So that for my facial structure, it shows that smile, it shows that in it in the picture. So when they draw me, that's what they're seeing. It, it, ra it radiates from you. Because if I think about, oh, how I look and different parts of my body that I really don't want to have seen, it'll make me subconscious, and then I will start to cringe up, or, you know, it will show in the picture. And they're like, it's kind of hard to draw that because that vibe becomes 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 the, uh, what the artist feels and what the artist sees, and so therefore you have to. I tell people think about something else when you're when you're modeling. You're not going to look directly at the person that's drawing you because it'll make them feel nervous. <laughs> it's like mm, <laughs> okay. Look, look oh, for sure. And that just reminds me of people who run long distances. People have to run long distances or any sort of working out. Like, I have to have music or something like that because you got to get your mind out of what you're doing. So, yeah. I, I Also, a few things I wanted to mention what, that, what you were describing it that really reminded me of kind of like an anatomy class. Like, there is such an art movement with the beauty mm. of the body, especially mm. the musculature. And I'd like to, if you're just joining us, uh, we are listening to this amazing person speak on what it's like to be a living canvas. Now, also, uh, too, in the chat, uh, there are some people who, uh, nobody said that they've actually drawn live models or have been a live model like you, but I know that we have some people in our crew that are also live models, but, um, or have been, but um, there's a lot of interest to wine tap to that experience. I know that's something I've wanted to do, like have that a whole artistic experience. And have you ever seen the end result and go, oh no. I can see you doing it, Angela, and be like this. <laughs> I Oh, the draw. Oh, but you're not, okay. You're never the poser. I got you. Yeah. No. No. Oh, God. No. God. No. Please. I don't think anybody wants that. I'd be scared to do something like that. I think because it's like I'm very, I'm very, um, 
like 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 for example when i got married and i first made love to my wife i was actually embarrassed of my body because you know, i've always been embarrassed and i'm like oh, i don't know babe you sure like so that, that's why i always wonder what goes through that mind because i mean i think i'd be scared to do that because I'm, I'm embarrassed of me personally but that's just i think that's a great i think what i think that's human i think i think almost every human being is a a, a shit i know i have been i've had my own uh obvious morphia and my own separate body issues and we can go through a whole life but i don't think we got the time or the the, the background training and the discussion to go into body dysmorphia but i think that's a great comment because a lot of poetry and art goes into that acceptance i think you're making a huge movement with that body positivity can you comment on that about that movement yeah yeah um for all? me like when um like, like if you look at some of my poses and stuff to me, I, I try to aim for like a renaissance type of look, and I try to do angles like a renaissance mm -hmm. where, where they can draw me. I don't know how they're gonna draw me because each person they're gonna draw differently. Because you can have like it depends on how where they're sitting in the direction that they see you at. They got to draw you from that direction, and and you oh. get a lot of interpretations. It's like it's like poems, um, like Shakespeare. There have a lot of been a lot of interpretations of him. They they do it like that. And so when you when you when they when they draw you. Each individual that draws you, they're drawing you from interpretation that they that they see you at, and their skill level, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that you um, that you brought up the fact yeah, that you brought up. Um, you said I would be uncomfortable or have, have body issues. You know, that's the great thing about it is you never can grow in, 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 in where you're comfortable. You have to step outside your comfort zone, and that's what that's what I learned re rapidly, really fast. Mm -hmm. Step outside my comfort zone. And then you'll you'll actually find yourself more happy. It's like they say when you're young and you like don't feel insecure about your body, take a bunch of take a bunch of new pictures. Why? Because later on, 20, 30 years later, you're gonna look back and say, Dang, I look good. I'm glad I did do that. Oh my god, I didn't know I looked that good. Because I'm you really don't appreciate your body. Are you happy because you never you don't really see it? Mm. Yeah, you see it through your life. That's a very interesting observation. Like yeah. I'm really taken aback. It's it's almost like I want to go back. I'm taking some notes down. I'm going to throw them in the chat. Hopefully some other people will uh, comment in on them as well. But, like, I want to come back to this in my own thought process about the fact that you're, like, especially if you're sitting around and there's, like, a circle around you, every single person has their own unique experience and perspective of what they are seeing. And, again, it's, it's different than what you are and how you see yourself. So, I, I mean, goddamn... Hell yeah, you can get this straight to poetry, straight to what we've been talking about for a couple of weeks now, how it's the artist, their work, the reader's interpretation, and then the discussion involved. And there's so many different readers and opportunities. So I think that's so great. Also, I think the freeing. Can we talk about the freeing piece? I think that is super. Yes, yes. If you have questions you want to come on in, request. Oh, that was, it was you. I thought hey. was asking, they wanted to come in. Yes, yeah. Uh, please, if you want to come we got an extra chair for everybody tonight to talk with our friend. So um, please, especially yes. when it comes to all of this, whether it's art. Um, have you studied art before or you just become part of it because I, I think... they mold you? Or did that give you some, some uh, did you mention Renaissance oh, art? Like you probably- um, I, I didn't start this until later on, later until like, I was like, when I, I, I like art because my brother, he was an artist and um, he did different things, but I was like more like, ah, I didn't really get it. I was more into singing. And then later on, I was like, okay, I'll do it. And so therefore, you can come in at any age. Because once you see it, it's like, you, you get it. Either you get it or you don't. And it's kind of fun that way. Because like, like um, somebody, say, um, yeah, somebody.
Let me ask, was this, was this originally you taking a risk and enjoyed it? What's the question? Um, you know what? That first time, it was taking a risk, but I, I did enjoy it. Because, like, you know, some people, when they first started, they do it by themselves. And then I, I actually had my photographer who take pictures of me pose with me because he does that. And so it made it more comfortable. So, oh, yeah. It's definitely probably more fun with friends around. Because, again, you're, it gives a little bit of the risk away. But also, at the same time, it's also uncomfortable, too, depending on your level of, you know, comfort with your friends and stuff like that. Holy moly, that is so incredible. So, um, how many, Andy, I know that you probably are familiar with the story, but I, I'm not familiar with the necessary, so the origin story, but our friend has actually a connection with our co-host, Leah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you guys Um, Can you repeat that one more time, Angela? I'm sorry, because you faded out. No worries. No worries. I just talked about, like, um, our buddy, I heard yes. a connection yes. with Leah. That's how, um... Like, Leon, you know, if you ever see Leon's site, um, that's how I met him because because he 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 does he's free with his body. He's like he loves his body. He exercises he exercises um, in the nude where you can get your best you can get your best um, workout if you actually work nude because you're not having the clothes to restrict you. And so he does his um, post where he's showing himself working out, and it, and it's really good because I love that because it teaches people how to own their own body, own themselves. Because when you start to look at yourself in the mirror. And say, I love that about the thing that you don't like about you. You say, I love that about me. It's like after it's affirmations. You tell yourself affirmations so you can repair the damage that you have either thought or somebody said to you that's stuck in your head that keeps sticking in your head about how you don't like your body. It's like some people that has um they 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 started puberty early and then they got really really hairy and so guys like I hate I hate the fact that I'm I'm this hairy and then later on in life they still they still hate themselves when they see it because. They haven't came to grips because of what someone said to them as a child or in going through puberty that made them feel insecure about themselves. And so you have to reprogram yourself to say, mm. I love that about me. And when you do that, you're going to find that your, your, your vibe goes up and you have more, you have more, more control of how to love better. Because if, if you can't love yourself, how could you accept, how, how would you recognize anybody else to love you? That's that's it's, yeah. Like you can't Absolutely. love someone if you don't that's, love yourself. Pretty much what you're saying. That, I definitely agree with that. It's hard though. It's easier said than and done. I, Andy, 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 Andy. I, I gotta tell you, I gotta. I have, I'm feeling this conversation so much because it wasn't until basically when I turned forty this year, this year Congrats. that I finally found the forty stuff. And I fucking did it. And I fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking love myself now. And I didn't have marathons, dude, because, again, like, I think that whole experience was just how, like, so incredible. Now, there's a question that just popped in. Is, can you give us tips on how to sell art? Oh, well, how to do the art whole I, I don't sell art, like but I know other people, they in. do it. And they, I would say that's a question you have to bring a person on the, on the show that is an art seller who, or who is a seller. I, I, I don't sell it, so I don't know. I know people because I don't know. <laughs> well, guess well, there's this one guy, there's this one guy I follow, I think his name was Lou, no, no, so there's this one guy I follow named, I think his name is Lou Jover or something like that, he's very popular, and this guy, be painting. he'll take newspapers, like put it together, and he'll start painting the most craziest things out of that, and he has done naked body art where he'll draw the person and stuff like that, so I, I'm going to try to get this guy in because I think he could answer that question. But I know his time constraints are very, very limited because he gets 
It's a lot of people who request stuff in offices and hotels and stuff like that. So it's interesting that that was a question that was brought up. Absolutely. The Andy, we're going to get at it because uh, we, we're on it. Because uh, also that just brings it up. Uh, looks like we're going to have um, some people coming in uh, in future episodes that are, uh, we have a two keys customs. I think they're going to come in and talk about their publishing because they just dropped a whole bunch of stuff uh, this week. Um, and then we also have uh, Brianna Booker and Carlton uh, Farba. They're going to come in and they're doing the live mics and the popcorn poetry thing that's coming back. So we, we have some people that are doing some random and awesome, incredible, different things. So art selling, we got you. That's the request. We'll take care of it and we'll get that person in. We'll find them for us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to know that too. But if you are just joining us, Andy, we just had a couple of people. Uh, um, off the yes, board. for those who are joining so in, welcome, us, welcome. We've been talking with this guest. Yes. But um, we've just gotten to some amazing stuff. So I just want to recap a few things that were, I just think need to be said again by our incredible guests. Uh, All we're right. About, we're talking about body positivity right now. Yes. Also, oh, am I cutting out? A little bit, a little bit, but it's not your fault. Instagram's fault. Right. But there was a question. Come on, Instagram. I, no, right? Yeah. Is uh, we on here? The pink light says, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about abstract art looks weird? Wait, what do you th guys think about abstract art, which looks weird? Is what, what was the question? Like, oh, I love, awesome. oh, I love that. Stuff. I love that. I love abstract art. Dali, baby, Dali, baby, Dali, Dali, baby, all day. I'm planning on doing oh, one like that. I'm planning on doing one. I have a, I have a French, a French artist that he's really famous, and he's going to try to, he's going to pay me. He said he'll pay me. I just need to set up, set up a session and have him. So he's going to do a, 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 a art like that for me. Well, he said, um, it oh says gosh, in I India, yeah, in India, that. most mostly common people don't consider abstract as art. I, I, so my question to you is, why do you think That's that? Cool. Why is I, that? I, That's a good question to ask. Why is that? Why don't they consider that? Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to say as somebody, I don't have any art degree, but I have taken a couple of art classes at the collegiate level. But mine was obviously, I took a class about abstract art post-1940s. But um, I probably say like the classics, the Renaissance arts, and also some of the um, the classics it just has so much more i think attention to detail and the the tradition that's involved with some of those classics I okay think maybe what drives some of that but again that's good yeah, yeah. Is, a, is some offered up there but it it just can't again i i would be curious to find out that too and also if there's anybody else that happens to have any art degrees or any art experience that want to chime in because I can really talk about oh, well, art. the response art. was, yeah, cultural perspective. And then the pink light says they thought if baseless and senseless, which can be easily made by a child also. That's interpretation. That's that's strong guess, interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, I can understand because when it comes to, like, um, minimalism, which is a part of the abstract movement, minimalism can seem very... Yeah, my child should be the pink right light. Now. He's also huh? so he also he also is a model too. I know him because he's one of my followers, and he also posed. Oh, wonderful! He's great. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe we should get. Yeah, if you want to jump, yeah, if you want to jump in, or if you want to get an interview, I guess you can hit us up later on. That'd be good to get different as well. But um, yeah, Rita will um, join in if they want to, and um, you know, whatever, do what they want to say and stuff. Especially when it comes to topics. 
Also, if you didn't just join us, uh, our guest also made a really awesome connection to poetry and the living model. In fact, that it yeah. does have that multiple perspective. Um, they see, all that. yeah, so, uh, he says they appreciate hyperrealism art. So I'm um, explain uh, it's just realism art because um because I, I don't know. Oh wait, hold on, somebody's popping in. Hey. Oh, welcome. He's my friend. Hello. Hi. Welcome so much. Welcome. Um, well, please introduce yourself and, and talk about this common topic that we're talking about tonight, being a living campus. Welcome so much. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so let me tell you my name. I am Ujwal. Well, you can call me Rocky and I'm from India and I'm 28 years old. And uh, like for five years, I have done art as a profession. And since from eight months, I have shifted from art to corporate world. So art is my side business, as I can say. Wow. Wait, which is... Oh, okay, there you go. Sorry, that was... No, um, I want to say, can you speak on selling art at all? Like, do you know how uh, any, uh, do you have any professional or um, information insider since having art as a background on that? Because uh, we did have that question. You know what? I have struggled, so that's the only reason I have shifted from <laughs> art to corporate. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. That's tough. Um, it's very difficult. A lot of people are trying to sell sell their own work but again it's it's still difficult uh I, that kind of reminds me of our conversation with Robert Charbonneau that we had this week on Wednesday where when it comes to poetry specifically there is no audience per se that is not a poet or in that poetry community so where does it go from here so the same thing how do I get my art to people that want to value my work because our work is valuable yeah what you think I mean, right, we're here, we're talking about it, right? What do you think? Is, is our work valuable? Yes. And you know what? In India, what happens, the mentality of people is if you do a hyper-realism, which looks like a picture, so they're going to appreciate you and they're going to pay for you. But if you make something imaginary, abstract work, they were they thought like, what is this? My child can also do this. And, how, and you are asking for a big amount of money for this. So this is how their mentality is. And it is quite, you know, hard to build mm. career here. Are you a surrealist artist? Are you also abstract artist as well? Or are you, or, Basically or, not, but I have tried. Are you afraid to because it's wrong? It's bad. It's not good art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But you were saying? You know what? Uh, I really wanted to try abstract. But definitely nobody going to accept that art here. I want to make money from that, then we'll I will not get results. Will. The good thing about yeah. Instagram. So, so, and then I have this question for both of you. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Oh, the good thing about Instagram is along this line. Oh, and, no, um, you have the social media right now where we can talk to people from different countries, and that abstract art can sell because now we have an avenue for people to see it, and now buyers can actually. Oh, yes. And that's why I'm thinking, I yes. love with the fact that you point that out. Because if you're only selling to, like, the local, it's going to be hard sell. Especially if that's not the um, thing that that's necessary. You have to sell to people that really wants it, that has the yes. the funds to fund it. And that would, like, because, like, you can't go into any, any high professional office and not see art on the wall. That's just unbelievable. They always have art on the wall. So, so they're buying it. <laughs> it's just through private dealerships yeah. and stuff like that. 
Well, we have a comment here from uh, Gio Monster, um, uh, our buddy here, that says that he has friends who sell their art, but they start at festivals and community art walks. And I think that's a lot of the times too, but again, you're moving in a smaller market and maybe more of a, um, like a festival yes. circuit and stuff like that. But that's not exactly what we're trying to achieve here because there are artists that achieve that level of financial success and so if they get to afford the freedom of living their art and being their art and expressing their art. So that's what I'm saying. Is, is art only valuable if it's purchased or is art value yeah. for something else? Yeah. You know what, in India here also, like artists used to uh, make like small, small events. But basically these events are very successful in metro cities. If you're in town, then it's just like a small exhibition that's it nobody gonna purchase people came appreciate your work and then they left that, that's all because i've already participated in that and as you said like put our artwork on instagram worldwide people can see and purchase also but the probability is very less why would you purchase from other country because the delivery cost mm. is also going to be very high mm. so nobody gonna Give you that much ah, okay. That, that's very. Yeah, I'm just intrigued by this whole conversation. Wow. <laughs> Can I say this though? Say Until this unless you are very mm. famous, then only they gonna spend money on you. Or, yeah. or you have really good friends, because a really good friend of mine purchased a uh, poem thing, and it came overseas from England. So <laughs> unless you have just really fun friends, that it wasn't by really some <laughs> random things that will transfer. You, you know what the worst thing of being an artist, your family, relative, and so on, so person who knows you, they're always asking for free. Like, how can you ask money from me? I'm your friend, <laughs> just like that. It's very hard. It is very few people difficult. are there. Yeah, only few people. Like my sister, like my real sister. She never asked for free. I gifted one portrait of her and she pays me like, how much do you charge? She simply asked. I thought, this is this. And then she pays me. I was like, why are you paying me? You're my sister. And I'm just, this is a gift for but you. No, no I, no, I have the same issue because my brother, he is a musician and he travels and he he goes overseas. He's in the Bellwether Syndicate. It's a goth band. It's a goth rock, ghost, whatever. But I wanted to pay for tickets to go see him because I want to show him that I support him as an artist. Yeah, not yeah, as a yeah. family, But I support your work and I support you as an artist. So I, it, it, we want to show you that we support and that's how we value it. Because again, exactly. money, because again, thinking about people who do tattoos, you know, people who are friends, sometimes like friends don't want them to charge them for tattoos, but that, that's the same time. No, that's my time. That's my artwork. That's my Talented. Livelihood, yeah. That's the only way you can earn money, but people don't consider it. Right, right. and that's a different whole situation. Again, because art is still valuable in our lives, but we are not able as artists to live yeah. a life like a uh, person who is a um, lawyer or, you know, we aren't able to live that kind of situation where we put all of our time into that because we have to have the day job. Yeah, and you know what? Art is not that much common. Like oh. as a okay. for a profession, art is not very common in India. Okay. If you said I'm an artist, and then they thought you are doing it as a hobby, and then they they, they will ask you what you do. Like what is your real job? They directly ask, which is so like what can I say? It sounds so rude, right? 
Especially if that's exactly. what you're saying. That's what you're saying to people. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, like, and so, then they were like, about, "Yeah, good to do." But I'm wanting to hear about the living canvas portion to get back into this because that was such an incredible conversation, and I wanted to hear your perspective as well. What oh. your thoughts were? You know what? Similar to our guests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to say one thing. Uh, like we are facing so many problems. So the reason is we are the only one who created. Like someone is asking for free, we are like, okay, let's just do it for free. And then they thought it's very for them to do for free. Why would I give money? Mm. If some artist is doing, uh, for example, I do portrait, okay, and I charge one thousand for it, one thousand Indian rupees, and some so and so artist charges. Only three hundred rupees. Then they were like, "Why are you, are you charging one thousand? Another artist is working like for three hundred. So they don't know the artist uh, like how many years he spent on it, what are the material he used, and uh, they don't understand the quality. Because of what you're paying, mm. paying for really is you're paying for their experience. Do you want the person who's been only been an artist for like what three months and they give you their work? Oh yes. And it looks like, uh, well, a person who's been doing it for 20 years and the art and the failures that they learned and went through and success and failures, they, you're paying for what you're doing is when you're paying, like, I'm paying $300 or $1,000 for a painting, you're paying for the experience. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for the quality experience mm. that they already went through. It's like exactly. a person, if you're buying a shoe, do you want to buy a shoe that you made yourself? Or you buy a shoe that has someone already spent years making these shoes? It's quality, yes, it's quality in it. Over quantity, mm. over. Because recently, recently I have been through this and I have showed them picture. The quality of his sketch of three hundred. Mm -hmm. I can definitely mm -hmm. draw in three hundred, but you will get the quality. And that sketch is so. But you also mm. gotta be. But you also have to be a being this an artist. You also have to be a businessman because that that comes first. If you're dealing with money, you have to be a businessman. Because you know what? Yeah. Art is a the business. same thing is the same with with writing exactly. and poetry. I think this is exactly the legalism. The same. This, yeah, mm -hmm. this is the same situation that we're in. Mm -hmm. Or the best way to get your work out because again, nobody here is a poet without a day job. Or this is true. I am. I, 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 I model and I also but, work at a day, a day job. So we're like a struggling. Well, um, we do, what we're doing, what we enjoy. Right. Yeah. The question there's a question that says and i guess this is for all of for you guys is it always quality or status it's a little for both <laughs> okay but why but why though quality well, is because you either you're working with really quality people that knows what they're doing and you get their take on it and then is this quality or um what was the other one status, status. okay status, status comes like so this again, it's like I think of it as like the innovator, like the, the influencer. Like, would you rather have somebody who's been working for years, or do you want to go with a Kylie who has the influence? Is it is it somebody who's been like, oh my God, this is the artisan who's been working on this for fifty years, and I can do something incredible here True. because they have the experience. I think that's where the question is. I I think in your experience, you got to go with status because that's how you're gonna get. Yeah, the and that's how they unravel the influence. The against the value, but I. I for quality because I see things as an artist and I'd rather work with a person that can take my pictures or that can work with me that we can do something that's going to be in the front lead of where things are going not copying what everyone else have already done to open up yeah. new doors yeah. that's my angle yeah. and quality yeah. comes from discipline mm. uh, wait talk 
Absolutely. I like that word, discipline. Talk to, talk to me about discipline. Like, like elaborate more on that because that's pretty good. That's a really good word you said. That it, it, it's describe that discipline. How does that discipline come about? See how you will get the quality if you are very much disciplined toward your work. You give proper time to it, and you are very much dedicated toward that particular work, and you are taking it seriously. Then only you will get the quality. Otherwise. <laughs> You are under <laughs> and when yeah. but even out, but even 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 shit work cool. also sells because people love it. it's a different interpretation of it and that's why I love it. it's like poetry it's a different interpretation <laughs> <laughs> also like, like music also commercial yeah versus our commercial is just but I feel like man's treasure yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. So True. it comes to this man it sells people they can sell it they can sell rock they can sell ice to a polar man uh, to a polar to, to the community and they're like what <laughs> that sells one more thing i want to add if you said that shit can also be sell then you have to make it your style that that person mm -hmm. only makes shit and that looks so stylish yeah. then mm. only people going to buy it. A, good, a good example is that the mona lisa you know mona lisa was never finished that's why she had no eyebrows it was finished but yet yeah another person can see that trash because it was not finished but other people, they see they put so much value in it that it's like one of the most famous portraits out there, and it's not even finished. <laughs> wow. But I have did research upon it, and it came on limelight because that painting was stolen by like so many times. Then media coverage on it, and then that's the only reason people like, what is the particular thing? What is that? Magnificent thing on it, and people commenting pictures of okay, so this is the painting who's on a stolen, and this is amazing, and all. And people make so many perspective on it, so that's the reason it came in wow. the language. So, Rocky, when are, we, when, are you gonna, when are you gonna draw me? Because me and him, we put a set up a session. <laughs> I, I, I like the way he draws and the way he does, but to me, me and I, I talked to him before, but more like model to model. <laughs> But this time I'll talk to him mm. as an artist. <laughs> sure. Wow. Oh my gosh, that would be incredible. Oh, I would like collaboration. to see that. Hey, and who knows how we could all collaborate. You could do the modeling, you could do the painting or whatever, and then we could write a, a poetry piece all intertwined to each other and it becomes this form of art as well, man. This is pretty good stuff. It, I definitely want to say thank you so much, Rocky, for jumping in. Because uh, again, it's so incredible to hear different cultural perspectives. Because uh, that's another great thing about Instagram is that we are able to have these conversations with each other and hear from each other. Um, and it's just eye-opening. And it just I thank you so much for sharing that. Is there any other things about like this whole experience or living canvas uh, that you want to share before uh, we uh, kick you out? <laughs> Yeah, one more thing I want to tell you. Uh, recently, I have like searched so many things like why there are so many paintings people mm -hmm. going to buy for millions of dollars. They spend million and billion also. So in research, I have found that uh, so many big businessmen, they want to mm -hmm. save yes. their money from taxes. <laughs> yes, yes. Laundering yes. money, yes, yes. That is true. That is true. So, That's how you, you can unliquidate in your auction, assets. They they buy the painting for billions of dollars and then they give it to some kind of charity like we are donating this to this yeah just to save money 
Art is so tortured, but yet we need it for the human experience. But we can't allow uh, people to utilize it as, uh, you know, chess pieces to ruin our experience because art isn't for it. The value of art to me is is through my own experience and in spirit. And I think that's what, uh, you know, our guest, Elijah Abraham, had said in the beginning uh, that this is freeing for you yeah. to do yeah. this. wasn't just because you were trying to gain notoriety. You were able to find your own experience through this and kind of you're, you're taking the reward from yes. that that's what i heard from you did you want to comment on that how that experience even though you're not necessarily the product is made from you but you are gaining from the whole being the amuse so to speak oh i, I enjoyed that um the, i enjoy the part of me that i like about it is i'm a pisces so therefore i i get more pleasure out of watching other people enjoy themselves and so I'm happy just to be a part of that. So I got that same <laughs> perspective. I, I love the work that they do and how I can work with them in my little, I would say like little things that can increase their art and see it for a different, a different angle. And they'll look like what they see and they say, it was better than I expected. It was better than I hoped for. That's what I look for. That's why I do, I do different poses where there, it's not the usual pose. So therefore I challenge them and they like that because you know, they, get, they, they get bored, especially if you're doing the exact same thing over and over again. Like in my pictures, they're all different. I do that intentionally because I would not want to be a carbon copy. It's like what Melanie Campbell said, there's only one of me and no one can outdo me and me. <laughs> only no, no one can do outdo her being her. But everyone aim, except work on being the best that you can be. And that's why she had so many different walks. When she walked the catwalk, she had like so many different types of walks. And everyone's like, how in the world? You have to be individual. You have to throw yourself in that. You, you, you're born with the gift. You share that gift. No one can be can be better at that gift than you. And once we realize that, we all love ourselves even more because we bring something to the table. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, we have a question from our audience from Craig Kelly, a poet fan. Uh, they ask, how do you quantify an emotion? I think that's a great question. Um, not only is it a great question, somebody asked in the chat said it was a fire question. So, yeah. Seriously, how do you guys quantify an emotion for somebody? And welcome everybody coming in. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up uh, our this oh. amazing conversation pretty shortly and uh, going into the open mic. But how do you quantify this emotion, friend? Quantify the emotion. I'm, I'm not quite sure what that means because I'm thinking when when you, when, you, when you're posing, sometimes yeah. you're trying to you're not trying to be happy or you're not trying to be mm -hmm. sad. But um, an emotion is like it's 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 it's, it's um, something that you give off. It's like a um, uh, a feel that you give off that you it's not physical but you, everyone can feel it that um what's that word they say nostalgia it just comes off and some people um i don't think the artists tell them to to feel a certain emotion it just either you got it or either either it's there or it's not I don't... what about you rocky do you have a as an artist how do you quantify an emotion in, in that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so the, I have to think about it. Okay, well, that's, I don't know. Cause it, to me, it's hard to quantify it, but definitely um, emotion does immune or emit from things, from art or from something you read. I mean, I would cry on a goddamn commercial that got my heartstrings tugging sometimes, you know? <laughs> so I, that is such a great question. I don't know if we can answer it right now. Andy, what about you? Do you got a, a thought on that? I shouldn't know. Um, I'm just intrigued by this entire conversation. Sometimes I just like to just listen. So I'm, I'm just, I've learned tonight just what this 
this whole conversation. So um, thanks for teaching. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, one thing. Okay, one mm -hmm. thing I want to share with you guys. Uh, I don't know what kind of emotion we asking here, but uh, like few months back, uh, uh, remember I have shared you one picture of Lord Ganesha. I have painted. I sent you over there. Okay, few months back, I was doing my work, corporate work, and then suddenly I feel like. i'm dying from inside i have to draw i have to paint something and i'm very much that time i'm very much obsessed about that lord ganesha picture i was searching so many pictures then i got that very tough image and i was like i have to draw it after my office schedule minor office schedule i just sat down i take out my canvas started painting slept next day woke up i continuously working for more than like 15 hours like till morning to till night i have taken one hour break just for lunch and i finished that painting for 2 hours and i was very much emotionally what can i say like very much religious very much dedicated i don't know i was in a different zone emotionally you know i just forgot everything and then i finished that painting and i was okay something is like <laughs> feeling very light i can say have you ever I think yeah. all, all, all people did, does that because, like, like when you're modeling, you have to go into that mindset where you just you get it done. Um, it just it, it just comes to you. You it just comes to you because to me, when I'm doing photo shoot, I don't know if I'm gonna be happy or know, smiling in it, but I just let yeah. the emotion. And you, you feel it and you just go with it. It's, it's and then after the end, you look the results are really good. simple example. I can say you are hungry. You just did that thing, and you know you just have it, and then you are feeling calm. I yeah. I would say I can I say it for sure um in my own writing or even in my own I call them scribble sketches I I would I wouldn't I should call myself an artist but I wouldn't dare call myself an artist <laughs> to anybody who's really an artist that would be super embarrassed true, to do that true, it's like true, somebody yes. saying they're a singer in front of somebody who really sings or you know a trained I I I tried out for one band one time and I it was equivalent to me walking into like Pavarotti who had been training and I and I never sang a dang in my life. So I wouldn't dare call myself an artist in front of real artists, but um I I felt similar to that like having a a dark feeling or a, something that needed to come out and and having that be out yeah. after or something writing something or even a, a I call it, like I said a scribbly sketch because it's it's something And at times I don't understand what it is. It's just yeah. words that seem to emit yeah. that that like that question that was asked earlier. How do you quantify emotion? I can't answer that, but I definitely know that I feel emotions in quantities, and it's intense sometimes. So I don't know if that's the artist in us that experiences that, and that's why we don't trade for money laundering schemes, and we're suffering for our art because we're here for the feeling <laughs> and not for the finance, but. The flow state is uh, what we yeah. refer to uh, down here. So, what uh, I got it. That will definitely be uh, putting. Yeah, up speaking of. Yeah. Okay. So we got another piece for the open mics. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of that, we have ten yeah. minutes. Um, I just want to say. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, I did have a question though for both of you because this has come up before with somebody. Uh, we had interviewed some uh, quite of a. And we've interviewed quite a lot of people so far in on our little show here. Yeah. But one of our interviewees um talked about having a negative experience with trying to incorporate that body positivity and um poetry connection. 
have either of you had any negative experiences living a beautiful, just a body positive living canvas moment? Um, I hope not, uh, but that is definitely something that is real that must be discussed because it is the dark side also that people will attack people for, um, I believe Leon shared that he had had some, a lot of negative experiences and he has actually shied away from it, and which is sad, but also the other person said they shied away, but they helped evolve into a bit different type of art. So have you had any negative experience with that or what are your thoughts on those negative experiences? Because they do- Like they say, um, those people that say negative things about people be doing, doing modeling or doing art, it's- um, uh, Fuck them. Sorry, fuck no. them. Sorry. Those people that have negative feelings about that, usually it comes from people that are your anti-fan. They're your fans because they watch all that you do and they look for different things they can pick on you about because they really, they actually jealous, they envious of you because you're doing that. And so this is their way of having a voice. So I feel a lot of people, they take it personal and you have to learn not to take it personally. A lot of the issues that people come at people saying negative stuff about them too, it's not about you. It's about themselves. They're just taking it, they're just re, um, reacting to reflecting what they don't like about themselves out on the person that they see doing the stuff that they wish they that they don't feel that they can do. Yeah, I, I like to say I feel it's very. I feel sad for somebody who gets so emotionally upset about somebody else's choices in their lives and the, how it affects them to a point where they're so upset or angry where they have to lash out or attack mm. somebody. Because um, I've heard, like again, there people have had very negative, like they've. I don't know if they've utilized the term bullying, but I'm sure it's like a cyber bullying esque type of thing. Um, but I'm glad to hear that it doesn't sound like you've had one personally, but. You, what you're saying is, I think, exactly what I, I think has been what we have discussed in the past. Rocky, what about you? Do you have any uh, comments or, or, uh, or thoughts on that? Or is it totally different? Because, again, you're coming from a whole different perspective. Uh, you know what? Uh, I just want to share one thing. I don't know about your country, but what I have heard from internet is like life model is very common over there. Like people not going to judge in a that way. But in India, it if I'm gonna say that I'm going to do life model without clothes, mm -hmm. they gonna be like mad. Like, are you crazy? Are you mad? What are you gonna do? Are you like prostitute? Mm -hmm. They gonna compare with that also. So that's it. So it's even. It's so you're saying it's still extreme. You can't even explain that. Interesting. Interesting. It, it is. Yeah. I would say it is very common. Um, here in the United States, I can say that. Yeah, people. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if people are, who are neighbors would say, I'm doing that. Like, again, there is, there is a lot of that. But at the same time, there is something called, like, the Bible Belt part of the United States. And there is red part of the United States, very conservative, very traditional, and looked very down upon, um, things like that. And, and to almost have the same ideology as, you're wrong, you're, you're horrible, you're, you, know, you are doing something evil, you are doing something that is they would equate to pedophilia even though they're making connections that are not there they just jump to those conclusions so that stuff does exist here in the united states maybe just not to that sheer acceptance of this is how yeah. we believe it's more of pockets of because uh in the united states i think we are ruled by our major cities which are very liberal but we we vote very conservative no, it makes sense and our, one thing. Listen, our political climate's crazy. No, no, so, we don't have time to talk about that. But yeah, but you can say something, Rocky. One thing I want to share about India is that I have, like, few years back, I have researched about ancient India. Like, before, uh, like, British government 
rule over India, right? Before that, like very ancient uh, in India, women don't wear the upper portion. What can I say? Like shirt and all, bras and all. Like they wear saris, they cover with that only. They we, in India we don't have concept of wearing upper cloth. No. And people are like very much open about it, and nobody gonna judge. And homosexuality is also very common in ancient India. In our scriptures also, you when you can find so many. Like evidence in temple also, there are so many sculptures made, like homosexual and the sculptures of women. They have bare body on the upper portion. They cover only their lower part. So in that time, everything like so many. What can I say? Like acceptance. After Britishers came, I don't know what they did. Like if if a girl wears crop. Top or something very small dress, people gonna just like how she can wear right. small clothes. Okay, definitely India is India is getting modern day by days, but still there are majority of people thinks that way only. Wow, no, no, it, it um, no, it all makes sense. No, no, and and thank you for sharing that. It's so true. Um, so um, I was gonna say, uh, we do have four minutes left into the second hour. Um, so Rocky, I wanted to ask, did you? Oh, okay, he left. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, what just happened? Well, ask him. He, he he's he's still in he's still in the the chat. He's just in the writing part. Oh. He's thinking. No, no, no. Andy, just talk. Just okay. no, talk. No, no, no. Because uh, somebody ever crossed no, no. in. No, no. So um, I'll, I can bring him back. No, he. I, all right. No, no. The question is, oh, did he had any other final thoughts before we transition into the next hour of the open mic? That was the thing. But yeah. Okay. No. It's okay. No, it's okay, it's Rocky. Listen, I appreciate you jumping in with us. Um, no, so I we'll get you back in. Ask if you had any final thoughts before we transition into the second hour to do open mic and read poetry and stuff like that. Um, that was pretty much my last statement. And then I wanted to say, um, I have so much respect for you guys for what you do. You know, there's certain types of art that we don't even exist or. It's even a popular thing, or like you said, word of mouth. And it's the fact that your journey as to like that that confidence to want to do what you want to do and be comfortable like that, and that's especially for us men, that's hard. Um, especially, um, I think Geo Monster said the best. It's all about cultural perspectives because um, I come like in Hispanic culture too. Um, depending on what generation it comes from, it's very frowned upon too. Actually, to do that kind of thing, so it all depends too. Um, but yeah, um, I guess any last thoughts before we transition into the new the next hour? I guess, um, Eli. No, I'm, 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 we covered a lot. Well, then I met Leon. That's that was, and, and, the, and that's how I met Leon through that. And we both like hit it off because we. I like his poetry. I like the fact that he's open. He's so creative in so many different areas, so many different avenues. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So again, um, thank you for having this conversation with us. Um, so we're gonna start transitioning now into the open mic. Um, us. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely read some pieces. You could jump in and read a piece as well. I know we have somebody wanting rice. Yeah, I got a couple pieces. I got a couple of pieces also sent to me already, but um, I just have to introduce our uh, next guest on the stage. This is an electric armchair. Uh, we are so excited. We have a, uh, hopefully, a wonderful, well, not hopefully, we know it's 
sharing of her talents. But uh, before you get started, do you want to just say hey and who you are to anybody that might be new to oh, you? Hey, I'm, I'm Electric Archer. Um, I'm April. I'm not born in April. Um, <laughs> I have a process where here I have a process where I write a poem and then I turn that poem into a song and then I use whatever guitar, or piano, or instrumentals that are needed and then I mix it and produce it and then I animate the music video and then I make a book out of it. I, I, oh, I wow. like okay. towards what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's incredible like discography of, I mean, this, this pro well, I've been dying to get a hold of like picking apart your process. So uh, hopefully we can get you on to one of our interviews, but we are going to hear, uh, hopefully maybe one, I maybe two pieces tonight. So I ha I what, have what do you want to do? A soft okay. song and, and a Great. harder song, I guess. Okay. Awesome. So what do you want to no. start with tonight? Absolutely. All right. So, um, yeah, very far. Oh my gosh. Well, we have so many friends coming in. So we have a, uh, April who was not born in April at Electric Armchair. She's got two songs for us this evening. Um, and if you have not checked her out, you got to check her out because this is, is such an incredible work. We go from a poem to a song to a video, which gets then also interpreted into a book. And she's got so many collections here. So uh, here we go. Okay, I just have to get it turned on. <laughs> Oh, and I just want to say we reached at least 502 followers, by the way. I don't know why I thought that was important, but yeah. Woo! That's half yeah. a thousand. We're, we're getting a lot of positive. We're getting a lot of positive Word. feedback, you know. People are really enjoying it. So tell your friends. We talk to people. We actually care about what you have to say. It's an intellectual conversation. Um, whether... Uh, we're right or wrong, it doesn't matter as long as everybody's here for us to respect because we're all about you, the artist, yes. the writer, the creator. And let's everybody. have that conversation because, yeah, everybody has a story to tell, so let's have this conversation for sure. So, um, thank you for joining us once again. And while, um, I do have one more, uh, I can put one more, uh, in the background while uh, our friend is getting set up, uh, because I do have another piece that was uh, sent in. It was from our buddy. We it talked with this friend on uh, Wednesday, Mr. Robert Charbonneau. Uh, he sent this piece. He unfortunately did not make it tonight. Uh, Chaperone uh, at his work. So, um, as our as our guest April uh, at Electric Armchair gets uh, her gear set up, uh, we're going to read a quick piece from uh, Robert. Uh, who was with us, and we talked with him about whether or not poetry was dead. Yeah, yeah, that was, I was going to say, just to recap real quick, that was an awesome conversation. That was yeah, such an awesome conversation because we saw so many perspectives about is poetry dead, is it really dying, or has it already died? And then I had said how I don't think it's died. I think certain aspects of it has died, but not all of it. That was the last thing I said on that live, and I love how we all just got together and gave our thoughts. So I, 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 lo I love that conversation. I can't wait to do a part two of that same conversation to see where else it goes, because this is, uh, it was, it was, it was busting, I guess. <laughs> it, 
It was. It was. It was a good conversation. And, and that went over to almost like a two hour just on the conversation because we changed to a format where we're just going to do an hour conversation that open mic. Yes. Showcase more stuff because we had so much fun. Yeah. First open just want to give a shout out to my wife because she just joined here, by the way. Hey, babe. Serenity oh, by Faith 107. You. That is my oh, wife. So, so, so just want to give a shout out. I got so gracious. So, well, she's incredible. So gracious. Uh, Eli, I met her. She's so wonderful. What, April? Oh, nothing. Uh, my husband said something. <laughs> I'm just having trouble. Uh, with the guitar. You're good. No, you're good. I have, I have something prepared while you're getting ready. So oh, I'm going to go yeah, read it's, um, while you get set up. Just give yeah. us a thumbs up. All right. No worries. No worries. Um, so this is from Robert Charbonneau. And this is Osmandas Revisited. I'm sorry. Osmandas Revisited Belatedness. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing besides remains round the decay. Of that colossal wreck, new works appear, but they have not the same effect. They pay homage or mock or remain circumspect. The young imitate, the bad deface it. The clever borrow and the master steal. The best, though, through great effort, redeem it. But it lasts us like fate, and we feel as though we have arrived at things too late. Look at what I have made that you cannot make. Its greatness rouses us to work, and we instead believe that there must be some mistake. Something's been missed or must be Robert Charbonneau, of course. He yeah. You know? He has uh, such a way. With oh, yeah. Here. Oh, yeah. Um, with the Osmandus, it's about, yeah, um, it was really a, quite a interesting piece um, that I wanted to just also share. Because I, I, I'm not going to play like I'm too smart for my own virtues. I made sure I checked out the reference here of what the what does Osmandus means, you know, the whole meaning behind it. And that was a person once famous and respected who has since been utterly forgotten. And that's where um, the sentiment of that, that piece came through. I looked it up. I'm not going to pretend like I knew what it was. Oh, Lord. I have a research team. What? Have you have, you mean, when you mean research team, you mean you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, you good there or no? Uh, you ready or April? Oh, yes, I'm ready. Can you? Go ahead. All right. All right. Yes. So here it is. Wait, wait. So, um, Eli, so I, um, just, um, because I'm getting feedback on your end. So I don't know if you want to just exit for a quick, just so okay. we can hear, um, yeah. And then just come back when she's there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. Okay, there we go. I can, I hear a lot better now. Can you guys hear this clear? Yeah. Okay. I've never played live yeah. for anyone before besides my my cats. Oh my god! So, thank you. Thank you. Thank so you, I'm nervous. Thank you, thank you. Like I've done singing live in theaters, but I've never played an instrument live. So we'll see how this goes. I wish I could 
My fingers have stopped, but that's the first song. Wow! <laughs> oh my God! That my pinky so didn't want to wait. I got. Oh my God! That wow! Is, I am that so the song. But that was I mean, amazing. I wrote it in 2019, so I've been like playing it for a while. Okay, I love that. I got like a Alanis Morissette mixed in as he starred. That's what I got out of I, that. I, I don't know. If, I don't know who. I don't listen to any of them. <laughs> so that's very interesting. Oh uh, no. No, so if you look up Mazzy Star, um, I know that her main song. I've done a cover of it, but that's the only one I know. I don't know what it's called. Um, I'm fading to you. Yeah, I think one. is the name of the song. Yeah, because I, I mean, they have yeah. other songs too. They have yeah. a song called like that. the name, but that's song four. I should check the band out. The, the person. Yeah, uh, Alanis Morissette was the other one. I, I I feel like I got both of those together. Like, if they did a collaboration, that's what it would sound like. That's what I got out of that. But it's so good. Like, I love that. So what's the, um? talk to us about the song you just, so that song, talk to us about the song, what's the inspiration behind the song, where'd okay, you come so up with the riffs? Right, like, about 100 to 200 songs a year, which is a lot. So, like, I go through, like, like, oh, I want to write an angry song, or I want to write a, but I don't write songs, and I can't stand slow songs. So I thought it would be cool to write about an android falling in love with a parasite, and they're in, like, a mad... Oh, wow. So the, uh, the parasite is in a jar, and he can't do anything. The android is programmed to um, be at, like, a loom all day, and he's just weaving things. So they're like, if we work together, we'd be able to get out of this. And it's like some unrequited, it's not a love triangle though, but it's an un unrequited love. Mm. No, it's a, it's a, if we can work together with this common goal of breaking this monotony, that's the love that we are falling into with each other at that. It's the future of getting out of this hellhole. I love it. 
Oh my God! What an incredible thought process, Andy. I don't. Even I know learned if how. I've talking. been teaching. Keep me up. Keep me going. Myself Andy. to play guitar since 2018. So I wrote that in 2019. So it only includes the A note and the C note, or A minor and the C. That that was all. Oh of wow! It. That's that, really. So like when I release it, because this one's unreleased, I I, I have to add more to it, and it's mm -hmm. going to change the dynamics. So I haven't been ready for that. Mm. But you know what's oh, yeah. crazy? Um, that I feel like the best artists are the ones that don't that didn't really take guitar lessons. Like Dave Grohl, I'll give you a perfect example from the Foo Fighters. Um, he never really took guitar lessons. I think he did one session. He didn't like it, and he pretty much just taught himself. He taught himself how to play guitar, like, and all this because he he took it as like. It's so funny how he he describes it. He said, um, "I think about it as if I'm doing drums. Like this part is the snares, and the other snare of uh, the. Oh my god, I forget what he said. But like that's how he compares it to this is right. the, about like a whole drum set. But it's so interesting how he taught himself how to play that. He actually plays piano too. He has a song called Home. Have you? On the, I think, um, I think there is a Dave Grohl does this like 30 minute long song, and since he doesn't know music theory. He probably played that like dozens and dozens. It shows dozens of times. He had to restart every time he got a note wrong. And what he does is he jumps from the drums and then he loops that and he goes to the guitar and then he went to the piano. Yeah. Trumpet. And it was just agony to watch like him trying to do it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and then also um. That's a yeah. what a great. Perspective. But as I'm saying, like I love that. Like you could take because I feel sad. Like if you teach yourself. If I play and you play enough, you could actually get something. Like I, I, I would have never known that if you would have never said that. Um, I think that thought, I think that song was phenomenal. It's inspiring because so many of us want to learn how to play instruments, but we're so intimidated. But to hear that that you had only been playing and teaching yourself for like not even quite a full year, and you have a full complex song, even though it might only be a few notes, but Holy moly, it's a complete thought. It's a complete song, and it has a feeling well, already talking, attached to it. I was originally um, and again, playing for something, And I was trying to notes. play guitar songs on piano, like Gorillaz and other mm -hmm. bands. It wasn't working, and my husband's just like, can you just play my guitar? I don't play it. It's from our old rock band video game. And I was like, okay. Um, so it's a lot easier than the piano because there's shapes involved, and shapes are easy to remember than, I don't know, a handful of notes. You just have to or, and I just want to read your shapes along the whole guitar, so it's pretty. It's simpler than I thought it would be. Okay, that's, that's awesome. And I just want to no. If you don't have time to learn, I it's, it's. I don't know if it's embarrassing, but when I need to go to the washroom, I would play guitar for five minutes because then you know you're gonna remember to do it. <laughs> so that's what I did. Yeah. That's not. That's good advice. No, that's great advice. Um, I've also heard that uh, Rocksmith, which is a video game. That yes, yes, I was just going to say that. Is, yeah, that's where this gets from. For some, um, but... Yeah, it's, oh, cool. it's one of those rock oh, games. Oh, okay. okay, so I have, my dreams can come true. No, see, I, I'm like, I'm at the intermediate, right, yeah, um, intermediate level. I'm not, I don't know how to shred or anything like that. I just know how to play, like, the basic stuff of the guitar, but, like, um, I'm not that good i'm okay but i mean i'm not as good as you obviously um <laughs> i feel like i still have a lot to learn about chords and stuff like that but but it is is did that last song have a name 
I'm so sorry. Did I let um a parasite's name? lullaby? I think you can find various versions on YouTube. Oh, okay. Oh wow. Okay. All right, do you I have a do. second song for us tonight? Yeah. A, this is a hard well, sort of, I guess. One, right? It's a it uses power chords, so it's like a nirvana, I guess. Okay. 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 So you're not going to get Alanis or Mazzy Star mm -hmm. vibes this time. But there we go. So because of the time, I might turn it down. There we go. All right. During the guitars that it turns off. So, no, just... that was that was. Wow, wow. That, that, that was incredible. That's the. Because you're just doing so fucking great. It was just like we just had to blow up the stage for you tonight. Because uh, if you're just joining us, we are listening to April, who is not born in April, by the way, but it is April at Electric Armchair. She considers herself to be kind of like an electric uh, uh, artist, but. Um, second performance for tonight. Uh, this was her little more hardcore version, but oh my gosh, a uh, self-taught guitar. You know, um, yes. Oh. No, I was gonna say it. this is the second time we did an open mic that someone. Remember how CC Flow did rap? Now we got guitars. I'm like, yo, this is wow. I'm I'm flabbergasted. I am flabbergasted right now. Andy, they, they come to our show to, to bring it to the stage, and I am so thankful for April. Yes. April, thank you thank so much. for having me, because I have a lot of self-doubt, so I haven't actually played for anyone yet, but this, like, this makes me feel a bit better. Well, <laughs> well good, because it's straight, because you fucking should be playing in front of that people. That was really you're fucking good. I'm so yeah, glad people says, use like, DM, oh. wait, Demar Art says, April is super talented. Oh, no. Um, well, for the so this song is called Wait, thank you. So this song was called Way to Play. Um, 
it's on every platform like you could listen to it on spotify but on that version i included drums and piano and synthesizer and vocals and samples and yeah so it's a little different so this is like i guess you guys got to hear the original version wow yo you know what guitar playing good enough so i have like all these other layers that are kind of hiding the guitar Wow, and you heard it here. You heard it here live on Spotify. I will make sure to have the episode up tonight on, you know, on the platform, which is Spotify, Apple, Audible, and Amazon Music and YouTube. So I, you heard it here on Unraveled Influence. This is episode 21, right, technically? Yeah, this is episode 21. Um, Yeah. So, oh, there goes Leon. I just had to bring Leon. Leon, I I know you're a fan of April's as well. I know we had talking privately on the on behind the scenes that, that you're a fan as well. Uh, I just want to make sure you got a chance to speak Thank to you. our yeah, our co-host well. is here. I'm sorry, I'm so late. I've been running all day at at home, like maybe like 30 minutes ago. So I apologize for my tardiness. But um, I did. It's not a part of it. I did get to hear the song. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yay. <laughs> uh, so, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, any last words, April? Thank you, actually. <laughs> I think well, we'll be reaching out to you for sure because I want to hear more about the process because I don't know if anybody else heard. She says she writes about 200 yeah. times a year. That, that's, that's a lot. And that I is want incredible. To hear about that, 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 well. that you know, you are a true artist, true artist, because um, the um, just the creativity it takes and the um dedication it takes and the work you ethic it takes. You gotta throw yourself into the deep end and yeah, that you swim <laughs> absolutely like every single time. That, that, <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, that's inspired me because I'm like, oh my god, here I am. I maybe like now write like maybe three or four poems a month, and I'm like, yes, I've accomplished something. <laughs> well, like, you, you have given like, When I started writing, I started, uh, I teach, taught, I started teaching myself guitar in 2018, but in 2016, I was writing songs, and I would show people, and they would be like, that's a song, or it doesn't song. And then mm -hmm. as I kept going, people were like, oh, that sounds like a real song. Who is it? And now when I show people, they're just like, oh, that's uh, your new song. Like, there's been this progression. Wow. And that's the best feeling ever when, um, you know, you. that's a, what I love about music, how it's so universal and it can tap into the kind of heart, the very soul of a person. Very and, yeah. And, it, you know, it makes us vulnerable because, like, when we do these things, we're spilling out, like, a part of our essence. And then when we're able to... Um, inspire encourage somebody else or invoke feelings in somebody else from a lyric or just a melody it it's it, it means everything yeah amen amen means, um, different things Absolutely. to each person because depending on what we grew up in like like I, i'm in canada and you guys are in the u.s the government might be affected and other things and then so our experiences uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a, something away different away from each from each, like a different element is going to be more. This, uh, it, I'm losing words. <laughs> hey, 
Hey. No, you're exactly right because we we spoke with Rocky earlier, who was from India, and we we had the same sim similar conversation about how different perspectives. Have yeah, that's that right. issue. <laughs> no, it's just very interesting on uh, each different all uh, different perspectives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, April. I know there's some other people that have just joined us that also wanted to join us as well. So. Thank you again. What an incredible performance. And oh my gosh, her first yeah. time performing live. I've never performed live yeah. live. That's, that's two, two open mics we together. had that involved music. We had CC Flow and now we got um Ah oh, April. Oh my god, that was that was yeah, I'm lost for words. I, I don't I you know what we should just end this live. That's it. We're what? done. <laughs> well, yeah. No, that's not true. That's true. Not even close. Yeah. We have, we have tons of people. Yeah. She got that sex in the city vibe. Uh, you, you know, Oh my God! I got the, wow. I got the heels love, on, y'all. So. This is open mic. It's open yes, mic. if anybody wants and to, yeah. Uh, for those awesome. who just joining in, this is open mic live. So if you guys want to jump in and read some pieces, or if you want to DM pieces to us and we read it, um, I do have yeah. a few pieces, but um, I I didn't know if there was somebody who was uh just joined us who wanted because I know a few people did speak on potentially. Wanting to come in and, and read, so I'm gonna. Yeah. To somebody no, speaking now. of. Um, it's not. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, cause I have I have some pieces I wanted to share as well. Um. Okay. Okay. So this is. Oh, so this is by your friend, um, Gladden, um, oh, Leon. Gladden, I love him, man. Heart of gold. Yeah. So, so he just so he though he's in the fitness community, but he just started posting poetry and stuff like that so yeah. i wanted to make sure i got his work out there literally said um he actually dm me and it was beautiful he's like you know leon after the interview i actually did with unraveled influence and talking to you you have inspired me to start writing poetry those were his very own words see that but that's what that's what makes this beautiful it's a safe place for a place for us to have a voice to be heard and that's so that's all it is about this unraveled influence you know so i'm glad you guys are just joining this journey with me honestly so yeah um i'm gonna read this piece by gladden um he goes by i am jkv that's his handle and it's called nightmares of the past at night i couldn't sleep I lay tossing and turning deep, haunted by something from my past. The year flew by so fast. Several times I awoke with the start, with tears in my eyes and a heavy heart. I said sorry to the ghost I couldn't see and wished I could fix it all for eternity. Mm -hmm. But the night was unforgiving and I was left with no living emotionally, tormented, physically weak. The haunted, the haunting memories leaving me meek. Yet I know I must move on and face the dawn with grace foregone. For the past is gone and the future is bright, and I'll keep moving forward with all of my might. And that is my J. I am J K V. That's the 
and that's Gladden that wrote this piece called Nightmares of the Past. And um, I picked this because um, that definitely resonates with me, especially from, um, you know, especially you immediately on one Christian to another, you know, that spiritual warfare is it's serious. But you try to sleep, sometimes there's things that disturb your sleep. And it is like that struggle is real. Um, that's something a lot of us Christians, unfortunately, don't talk about because it's just whatever you know, one of the reasons whether it's embarrassing or whatever the case might be and they say you know we're supposed to be prayed up before we go to bed but it's even when we do that we still get attacked you know a lot um i get attacked a lot in my mind a whole lot so especially at night and they say oh when it's three o'clock in the morning oh, that's when they attack the most switching out yeah because of course you know as, as, as i've always been told the 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 battlefield above all is in the mind even joyce my has a book called battlefield oh i have the book right oh, here I'm, i love this book i'm jealous oh man and wait as it goes wait as the thoughts go as where the thoughts go the man travels. that oh. book is so oh yeah yeah so where the where the where the where the heart goes the mind follows yeah. that's what the saying is that was the saying and it's such a powerful potent i'd actually need to finish that book but it's so potent but yeah it's so true because you know, you also say uh, the worst enemy can be me. The worst enemy can be ourselves. And you can put that even on a... Oh, of course. And, it, and, it, and it's so true because constantly, you know, as we're growing, um, we're constantly battling ourselves internally. And that could be from a plethora or a myriad of many things. Oh, Angela, did you say anything? I, I hate to pull an Andy, but I, I was just enjoying the conversation. I was, if you were just oh, noticing, okay. I was just agreeing with you all uh, completely. Uh, but I completely enjoy uh, that piece by uh, Gladden. Um, yeah, I, I was also tell, uh, when that post was first put out. I was I was blown away by uh, the, the the first post that was inspired by you, Leon. Um, it was so I'm so happy that they are doing this work yeah. now, putting their thoughts out on the paper. And pen, so to speak, even though it's all electronic uh, here. Uh, but I just incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that people are feeling inspired by what things are yeah. doing right now and how things are happening yeah. with uh, what yes. we're trying to do here. That's, Again, I yeah, that's episode number two, by so. the way, if you want to hear Gladden. That's episode number two. Yeah, we are. This is episode 21, by the way. No, so I think officially I'm going to end this season four and I think the next one's going to be the beginning of season five. I might as well. So make it 21. One episode. Like, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, when you really think about it. And I, I just want to say I'm on it. I'm grateful to be just part of this, I would say, movement. I would say this thing is a movement because... It's inspiring people. It's touching people. It's opening up creativity. It's making people come more to the forefront to be more open with themselves, be more open with their like creativity, be more open with themselves and honesty and then transparency. And I love that. Yeah. I was we were missing this. This was missing. Yes. Missing. And I think is again like April felt comfortable enough to come on the show and perform. Again, like you feel like you're 
I don't want to say she felt like a living canvas being a new uh, artistic inspirational muse for the first time ever, but that's kind of like the sense that we're, we're able to get that comfort happening here. Um, again, if you want or to send join us, please. The piece, you can send it to um, us as well. Trying to pull some other. I do have uh, a couple of pieces. I, I have something that was sent to me, but I also, Andy and um, Leon, uh, Something came in the mail. Oh, you got Greg's. Oh God. Wait, Eli, if you're still here, did you um yeah. did you work out that thing for um Gina's book? Like did, was it sent? Do you know? I, I did send it. I, I don't know. Okay, I, just remind um, me, yeah. I will read hopefully something. Yeah, I'm going to read something from probably the new book from Greg in a little bit, but um, I wanted to read something that was sent in the DMs um, by a classic uh, poet uh, that has been around for a long time. She is somebody that's always been an inspiration for my writing because she is just raw fucking talent. Um, you might know her as Mia or Glimpses of My Soul 1111. Um, she sent me something to read for y'all tonight, and again, she is just pure integrity fire i am so uh i was able to do a collaboration with her uh once or twice and it's incredible so uh let me just get into it this was sent and the messages and then hopefully we'll get some people actually in the room and then of course we can always read i got some drag uh mansy to read as well tonight um so this is from mia glimpses of my soul 11 11 if somebody can get that into the chat for me um i'll pin that all right she laid on the filthy pavement between the sidewalk and the blackened sewer grate. Her severed umbilicus was drying in the sun. My eyes watched, washed over her entire being. She didn't cry. She had amber eyes and the smallest mouth. She looked like she was smiling at me. Maybe she recognized me from a past life where we had once shared. Maybe I was her mother then much different than the one that had just abandoned her to the soon flooding streets. I got such a pang in my guts that I winced. My instinct was to pick up her naked body and take her home to my mother. I was only, I was an only child, five years of age on this date and time. My father had already left to find a better life across the ocean. The only memory I had of him was the way he repeatedly brought, bought me ice cream against my mother's wishes. I think I remember his laughter, but I am unsure of so many things. My mother now alone, working to provide. I could have a baby sister and our nanny could take care of both of us, is what I thought immediately. I scooped up her little body, put her up against my chest and walked home. The elation grew inside of me with every step. My braids were swinging in the wind. The weather was slowly taking a turn for the worse, and the smell entered our nostrils as she shifted against me. Four flights of stairs as our apartment building did not have an elevator. I flung the door open with one hand and walked in like I was not holding a naked newborn baby against my small frame. My mother called my name to make sure I was who walked through the door. She came out from the back bedroom with a disgusted look spread across her face. She violently ripped the baby girl out of my hands and took her to the hallway. I followed and watched as she flung her down the garbage chute. I heard her cry for the first time. I silently screamed till my vocal cords shattered into mutism, till my mouth filled with blood, till my nails ripped at my inner thighs. I thought I'd 
started you where no one would ever find you again. And here you were prancing home, holding yourself again. What a bad mother you must think I am now. Wow. Wow. Yikes. Shit. AJ Ward artist, welcome. But yeah, that is... Everybody needs a second from that. Wow. That's what you that's what I say. When when you get a Mia piece, it's gonna be fucking real yeah, that, talent and you're gonna need a minute. I am fucking real mom. and that's what art is. Art is raw and uncomfortable and people need to hear it sometimes. Wow. Thank you for Glimpses sending that, it. Yeah. Mia, seriously, like it's such an inspiration to me. That, yeah. That's so hard. Seriously. So who wants to come up on the stage after that? You know, okay, that's it. And, uh, okay, no like more. That. That's it. All right, have a good night, everybody. Have no, a that was uh, everyone. Yeah. Good fighting. Good night. I'll be like celebrity <laughs> deathmatch. Right. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's 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 that's, old, that's us stuff. Yeah, these young kids don't know about that. What is celebrity death? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no. So know, um. I know about yeah. It. Uh. Yeah, I have to process all that. I really yeah. don't you say. Know, you know that gave me like. I'll tell you what. But to, thank, uh, thank you, but thank you for that displaying moment. that vulnerability to us. Um, Ooh. wait, what's what's wait? Glimpse of my soul. What's her name? Um, but yeah. Um, I um thank you for um displaying that vulnerability to us like that, because that is very important. I think that is like what we said before. This is the point of why I decided to bring back the podcast and to create it into a community page that has the podcast, blah, blah. You get the point, whatever. And the point is the fact that now this is what we're doing. We're sharing true vulnerability. We're just having a great conversation, reading pieces, like from a, that that comes from within. And it's um so much respect for you all oh, cc flows yeah. in the house but um yeah but it's so much respect for you so much respect for you for reading that piece thank you so much and angela i love the way you read that because i felt it like i because oh, i'm the kind of guy so. i visualize it i like to visualize so um i kind of saw you being the person going through it yeah. that's how i saw that well, I definitely felt like the person going through it, especially the, those last few lines. And uh, again, because, um, uh, and you know how I like to run for my problems. But again, what a bad mother you must think I am now. It just really was a, a, a gut punch into my stomach because I, yeah. I am a mother. Yeah. And no, I'm and a I'm, I'm a, yeah. Going on. In my life, it just yeah, and I, I'm a father. My, I'm a new father, but I could just imagine what my wife probably goes through. Even and she's she's had um, so this is our first child together. But like she had she had um she had two unfortunate marriages in um, you know before me. So it's like just the whole like I just never understand that, and then just trying to understand the perspective that glimpse of my soul just threw in there it was just like yeah. it's really um just a vulnerability of and that's why i don't understand i always had this conversation in my life. that's why i don't understand why men treat women the way they do because i didn't grow up like that i was always taught to respect women even though my father was macho whatever but i was always taught to respect women and to me it's like that's why i don't understand like because what let's be honest women are women are very vulnerable in that way it's just like i don't understand why men are the way they are with women i just never understood it and it's just i don't know it's just fucking crazy like 
I don't know. I, yeah, now I'm going on a tangent, but it's just the vulnerability behind it. It's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just breaks I, my I heart sometimes. I want to speak for women kind. I don't want to know if I want to speak for women kind on this or, or not. I, don't, I think I'm going to not take No, 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 no. I'm just, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not trying to be, no, but I'm just saying like, you know. No, you're you're right. You're right, but that's because uh, we have allowed it to be that way. We talked. We talked. We brought up evolution yeah. before, as far as like the the differences between resources. We do have a request. I'm trying to get this uh, person in. We do have a request to hit the mic. Um. So hopefully this is working out. Wait, it's great. a CC flow. So, um. But Annie, I, I no, it's not. My darling CC, unfortunately, but it's still somebody who is incredible. And we're going to get you on. Yeah, I know she told me she had laryngitis, so she might not be able to jump in. Oh, well, then she's not going to want to. Oh, man, that'd be cool, though. Oh, okay. All right, hopefully um, this person's coming in in just a moment. I I try to ping it back on your side, so check your side. Um, Our friend trying to join the mic. But um, as far as our first hour is concerned, we did have – oh. it's definitely not too late for DMs, so we're still getting some DMs, but I'm trying to get some. Oh, is it having issues? All right, while you're having that, I'm going to read another piece. Yeah. Um, This is, That's yeah, perfect. this That's is by, okay, so I've read her before, and um, if you're not following her, um, you should be. This is Cassie Fielding's Poetry. Um, I've read her before. Um, If you ever see her perform open mic live it's phenomenal she and she just um have a new book called confessions of a revert list and is now available you can go to her page and it's on the bio you get the link for that um and the title is the first dreams of consciousness so uh very uh, okay a boy looks forward a girl lies asleep a face looms a floating face a face with holes for eyes the boy looks on a face with an empty mouth. The clocks have stopped. The girl sleeps. The face fills a frame of mind. The boy feeds the face. The face is pleased. The boy feeds the face. The face is pleased. It has frozen. The girl sleeps in corner. Yeah, in corners. The boy feeds the face. A fly. A dead fly. A dead fly on a tongue. A dead fly on the tongue of a face with horns. The girl's breath falters. A dead fly looks on. The face is displeased. The face looms. The dark cracks. The face looms. The frame breaks. The boy is gone. The girl's eyes open. A face with holes for eyes. A face with an empty mouth. Um, I think that's it. Yep, that's it. Wow. I'm so excited that you decided to share that. Now, um, See, that underscore, feel these, underscore poetry. And um, she, I love the way she writes. That is like, it's like I said before, I wish I could write like that because there's so many directions you can take this to. And it's just, um, it's like, wow. Oh, wait, did Leon get kicked out? No, Leon said he'll be right back, but I'm still trying to get uh, Rainier. Uh, oh, Rainier. Or, okay, he's having uh, he's having issues. No, I'm ha- I don't know if I'm having the issues because uh, I've been able to pull a few people in, but I'm gonna try that okay. again. 
Um, but we do have some other people that have done some stuff too, but I want to make sure people who want the mic should actually have the mic. The whole point, we're trying to get people in. Um, but All right. I never going to people in before, so why are they doing this to me now? Uh, uh, Murphy's Law, Murphy's Law, Murphy's Law. All right. So um, while you're, you yeah, yeah, I am. Read? Well, I, I, well, I try uh, to, um, uh, I don't know, uh, Mission Impossible this. Okay. I'm going to get you in, though. No. Okay. But Anna, do you got something else? She said she hasn't had the um invite come up. He said, "All right, so this is from um I'm very new to this person. Um, I, she's also part of um, Glass of Mead. She does hosting. Um, uh, she's also an actress as well. She's been in movies. Um, and she goes by the handle of Through the Looking Glass Poet. So, okay, I am not." I'm sorry, I'm not the first and I won't be the last to not want to watch this youth pass. I'm not a pioneer, but I am a digger. Got my heels an inch deep in mud. They try to slow the time that pulls us all down the line. Oh, I won't be the first and I won't be the last. And the more years that pass, the heavier the weight, the stacks, on your back, funny that. We do get the heavier the load. Skin no longer elastic, no longer snapping back. The lines on your face like a road map. I am not sure if it serves, I'm sorry, I'm not sure it serves to look at all the old photographs. Not now at least, not until I can, with courage and grace, accept this, my morality. It's as though time now moves at light speed. Perhaps it always has. Just now I can see. And that was by the Looking Glass Poet. And um, yeah, she goes by Janiah Stevens. There you go. And uh, yeah, that's she's also an actress. But yeah, that was by the Looking Glass Poet. Um, that piece really, really, that piece really, oh man. Yeah, that that piece really hit hard. That was very deep, and I saw I, I read it. I, saw, I had to read it tonight. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, we got Eli back, so I can pull people back in the room. So Eli, what do you got for us? Why okay? You to try um, for so right. I have one. It's by um, uh, Doctor James M. C. C. And this one is like the chapter is like from what to so what to what now okay so here it goes if any if only 10 among us be righteous the 10 will become 20 the 20 20 become 50 the 50 become a hundred the hundred become a thousands and the thousands become an entire city as when 10 lamps are kindled a whole house may easily be filled with light so it is with the with the process of spiritual things if by ten among us lead us to holy life, we shall kindle the fire that which shall light up the entire city. Wow. And that was by who again? What's the handle? The handle is Jim CC, Dr. Jim CC. Dr. J C E C as in C I C Y. Hold on, I'm just right there. 
Oh wait, but that. is that? Do they have an Instagram or? Um, no, no, no. This this is like a book when I was um I, I was part of the um the, uh, the um the my church group and I was part, I was one of the leaders and so we would ha he wrote a book and he had us read over the book as we were going over our learning our lessons to um be able to teach others so that's what this is about okay. I, I like I like that he put it in uh, okay cool cool awesome yeah, so, all right no, no, can't like tell, tell, tell the story how he met me <laughs> when he was on here. <sighs> So, um, yeah, no, that was good. I like that. I really like that piece a lot. Um, what, do you have, a, you have a piece you want to read, Angela? I do. Um, I'm going to read something from the books that I got. Uh, I'm going to read from the new book. Uh, we did interview uh, Greg recently. I'm still trying to get our friend in. Oh, uh, um, oh Rainer. He's trying to cancel. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love Rainer, yeah. man. I, I hope know, he could. No, there's an issue uh, on there. Yeah, I know. Well, we're going to figure it out because, again, I was able to pull. Um, yeah, let's. I don't know if you need to update your. Oh, no, he's been on here before. But, um, I'm going to read. I know. I know. We had a beautiful, a wonderful conversation. That was our friend that we all turned the, uh, the TVs off. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. That was such a great one. Um, so while we're still trying to get uh, Rainier in, um, this is from, uh, we interviewed Greg a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is the new one from uh, The Fog of Midnight Hours. Uh, our, once you get your package, let us know, because then our next giveaway, I have a couple of books that we're going to give away from our friend cool, cool, Greg cool. Mancy for our next one. All right, so um, this is from the, the new book here, and there was a couple ones that I really kind of stuck out to me. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I like this one. It kind of reminds me of a narrative style that we just did because with um, Mia's piece was very narrative. This one's called Pig Roast. It's on page 47 of the new book. And it says here, a few months ago, I awoke suddenly from a dream. I had where I was at a pig, riotous pig roast. I hadn't been to a pig roast in years. I thought I could grab my water bottle off the stand. Nice. Wait, hold on. Sorry. We got some requests coming in. Sorry. Let me start over again. Andy, I, I think you're chopping. Can you mute yourself? You're, you're chopping uh, a little too, too, too hard. I'm not, I'm not even saying anything. Did you? No, you're typing too hard. It was, I wasn't I typing anything. For a second. Oh, okay, somebody's typing. All right. I pig roast. A few months ago, I woke suddenly from a dream where I had, where I was at a big riotous pig roast. I hadn't been to pig roast in to a pig roast in years. I thought I could grab my water bottle off the nightstand and took deep gulps to rid myself of the cotton mouth. I don't remember details of dreams much anymore, but this one was still vivid. The pig was laid out on the table, and I helped myself to it. The skin was crisp, and the meat was succulent. It was so damn tender, you didn't even need to chew it. It just melted. I took the carving knife and fork and moved to the pig's, moved the pig's head and sliced off the fleshy part of the cheek. While I ate it, I looked at the pig's face and I saw tears rolling down from its shut eyes, down its now mutilated cheek to the bright red apple in its mouth. I found these details slightly disturbing and a little disconcerting. And though it's best not to delve too deeply into why, besides the obvious, that the pig was crying. Wow. Yeah. 
This kind of reminds me of that uh, same kind of a narrative uh, experience that we saw with uh, Mia's piece recently. Wow, yeah. yeah. I love that. I definitely love that. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Right. Sorry. I. Well, I have two people trying to get in, and I don't know what's going on with my uh, situation here. Because I want to have our friends join us into the live. Because we have uh, Denise Washington, who was our uh, Denise L. Washington. So, so what's. Join us so let me leave and in. see what happens. Okay, let's. So I'm all by my lonesome. Yeah, let's try it. Let's kick everybody out. And let's see what goes on now. I'm all by myself. It's very scary, everybody. I'm so sorry. So I'm going to cancel and cancel. And you guys don't want to hear me talking like that. Hopefully, um, like I said, we just read from our pal Greg, and we just had just a wonderful evening. Okay. I'm accepting all of these requests. I know what this is a, the nightmare. This is a nightmare when you're all by yourself. Right. Like, Andy, I got you and then there. wait, I see somebody else to me, I think. Oh, oh no, never mind. You do? All right, now try to. No, no. So <laughs> see the request and see what happens. So, like, I've been clicking on them. Like, I have two, and it says I click, click accept, and then just the window drops down. I hit accept, and it's just uh, not accepting uh, them in. I know we can all be scared together. Thank you. Um, so a few times, like, I've actually, I'll try to pull them in this way. So, again, friends, you know, it's not always. Murphy's Law. Friends, Murphy's Law. We're trying. Murphy's Law. Murphy's go. Law. I mean, if anything, we'll definitely pull pieces of yours to share, but we're trying to get you into the room because that's not, they don't want to hear from me. Uh, so this is not. Room. Uh, uh, especially because we're getting towards the end of the hour. Yeah. Oh my god! It's Instagram, though, Andy. Andy, they said Instagram was being bad. So you know anyway. what? All right, I oh, wait, so tried to buy so let's try something. So, so why try. don't we end this? No, you want to end this live and then see what happens, and then I restart. No. No, I think we'll do this. Um. We'll just try a few more times, but while we're waiting for that, oh, uh, the devil's a liar! Yeah, can you pull up a piece. I know. Can you? Yeah. Can you pull up a piece from uh, Rainier, and I'll pull a piece from Denise. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. Share their work, and then we'll work. We're gonna get you on eventually, but Instagram's been really. Yeah, it's been like apparently it's been like this. Um. Because it says. Because it's. Says I cannot get Denise. Can't get anybody. Oh yeah, make sure you guys are updating your Instagram. But even with that, that's so weird. I'm really sorry, guys. I don't know why. Um, that's never had. This always happens to you, Angela. It looks like. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so good. I know. Uh oh. -uh. There's been delay, ladies and gentlemen. And the yeah. I-95. I got. I got Leon in. I got. I <laughs> There's been a um, there's been a detour. Okay, well, it's not fair because I got so many people in. I got April in. I got Eli in. I had Rock. Wait, in, so what if? So wait, question: Are there still people requesting or? It's still the same. I still got the two red buttons. It's the same amazing two. All right, hold on. I got in the live. 
I, I keep trying to cancel. I keep trying different ways. It's all good. Again, we're going to get your work said. I'm doing so smooth. We had a great, amazing open mic. We had some amazing performances. So listen, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Let's try one more time. I'm going to leave and see if you can accept the other person. Okay, leave. Let's get out of here. Just let me be by myself and, and have to entertain everybody all by myself as if I can do this without talking to anybody um maybe if uh, you guys drop your request i can try it if not it's no big deal i'm still gonna get um your work out there it's just not never fun um to be by yourself and have to entertain the entire world by talking to yourself and nobody's necessarily talking back to you but the good news is, is being an educator and talking to teenagers like this and having to do uh education uh via covid but I am more than comfortable talking to myself um, for an extended period of time. But the good news is, is that I shouldn't have to because at least I can pull Andy in. See, and look, and then look, when you when you pop myself. in, and I see like my window small, but then it shrinks. It's weird, and then it expands. Yeah, so I think it's an Instagram issue. I'm so sorry, guys. It's not, um, it's not me. It's not me. We just don't want it. Um, but Denise and uh, Rainy, we wanted to read your All right. uh, real quick. So we'll do, well, we each pick a piece from them and then we'll end the live. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so what did Dice what a buy? Great, a great open mic. Yeah, I'm sorry about the title. Okay, loaded Dice by our Yeah. So, okay. So this is by Rainer 700 and this is called Loaded Dice. I pay the odds of Loaded Dice and loss, but here I still stand. I played against fairness and loss, but here I still stand. I stood alone against storms and lost, but here I still stand. I play with the devil and lost, but here I still stand. I faced the heavenly winds of life and loss, but still I keep walking. I played the game of many love, uh, I'm sorry, I played the game of love many times and lost, but still, I keep walking. And that's by Rainer 700. Uh, do you hear me? Oh, I'm muted. I hear you. I hear you. I was muted. I just, because again, I don't want to. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. a piece. Um, there was a piece sent to us by uh, Denise, but I got to log into the other account real quick because uh, I don't have that account on this page. Um, unless. Um, Andy, talk about that, that piece. Though. Um, um, I I took what, that. What a I took great that. one. I mean, sometimes the ones we have to pick are, yeah. are so great. I took to that so as incredible. like Russian roulette kind of thing, but I think that's how we are in life, right? I took it as a gamble of life, if that makes sense. Life is like that because we take chances and we bet on ourselves. But what happens when we bet on ourselves and things go to shit, right? It's like. You you think you had this job interview, you think you aced it, okay, it went well, but yet you still don't get the job. But what happened? I followed the rules that I thought I needed to follow, or I presented myself so professionally, why didn't I get this job? What did I do so wrong? And the worst part is when you don't get that feedback back as to what you could have improved better, you know, and it is what it is, but... I take that as damn, but like we always bet on ourselves. But what happens when we bet on ourselves and then all of a sudden it's like, ah, uh, 
oh man, like, like, like we start to build up that low self-esteem because now we start thinking we're not good enough. Or what about in um, what he says, where is it? I played the game of love many times and lost, but still I keep walking. And that piece really hit me. That line hits home because um, for those who know me on a very personal level, well, you know, and I tell my wife about this all the time, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have much luck with women even before I got married. Um, I've only had three relationships. Um, I know it's hard to believe, but yeah, it's the truth. I, I really didn't have women like that. Um, you know, I dated women, really got far. Um, but for the most part, you know, I never had any luck with women. That's just what it was. And you start, I start to feel low self-esteem because of that, because it makes me, okay, so what am I not, what am I doing that's not, they're not giving me the, that chance, I guess, if that makes sense. Because you know that expression, nice guys finish last. But what happens when the nice guys that finish last, all of a sudden, now they become the most bitter fucking world. And I've been down that road. I've been that guy where now I started to think, oh, all women were this, or oh, people don't know what it, you know, like I was that guy and I started blaming everybody for my problems. I started blaming people as to why, oh, but why no one take a chance at me kind of thing. Because all I want is love love but people want other stuff and they'll go for the other thing rather than the real thing that's in front of them that was always you know i've been down that road. i used to be that guy i was always in the friend zone i was always the guy that i was the last person to think about but yet when they needed something from me i was always the first guy to be you know uh, um oh, okay Oh, he said something. Sorry. Um, you know, I was I was always the first guy you came to when you needed advice or when you needed a friend. But then when I'm showing you that I'm being real and then here I am presenting myself, you, 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 you push me to the side. So it's like, eh, you know, so I get it, you know, but I, I used to, I was that guy. And, then, you know, not anymore because I'm married now and I'm freaking grateful, but my whole thing is at the end of the day, you know, the person I get married with and I'm being with, they're going to accept me for who I am no matter what and vice versa. That's just what it all comes down to. It's just all about patience and really true and growing pretty much. So that's, that's all I got to say about that now. No, I, I think you did a great job summing it up. In fact, you know, our author of that poem did absolutely, uh, I want to say, co-sign the, the thought about, you know, moving on even when you're losing, you know, um, uh, and never giving up in that. And I think that's, uh, I think you did a great job explaining that, um, Andy. Um, so I think we have one more piece that we're going to share with us tonight because this is the, uh, we're actually almost uh, 10 minutes past our second hour uh, with a, what an incredible open mic. We did have some technical difficulties, but that's because Instagram, not Angela Murray. She did not drive the car into the ocean this time. No, it just, uh, uh, the computer just didn't want to let our friends in. But it's all right. But um, this it's all good, CC. It's all good. Don't need to apologize. I'm just grateful for you even being here. It's all good. Um, I hope you yeah, feel better. I know always. we spoke earlier. I hope you're feeling good. Um, she had laryngitis. She told me so. I hope she's feeling okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's all good. Don't need to yeah, apologize. Sure. Um, yeah, of course. Better, hopefully, yeah, we can have her on. So here's what we have uh, for our last piece that we're going to be sharing with us tonight. Um. And then next time, next week, if the two of you can try again, we'll try and get you so we can actually hear your beautiful voices uh, honor and give life to your words through your voice because we can get into the conversation who reads it best, uh, but we're not going to because we're going to end the open mic with this piece that was sent to us. Again, this is uh, Denise L. Washington. 
It's called What Would You Do? Uh, you blur. Uh, and then it's to the tune of the 19... Okay, sorry. And it's to the tune of the 1999 Grammy-nominated City High of uh, What Would You Do? So there is kind of that... There is a background uh, connection to that. Um, what would you do if your son wasn't home crying all alone because he's all outdoors and he's hungry? And the only way to feed him it to leave your home gotta get out of your country and you're on your somewhere in the jungle now migrants with you just round you ain't going back now so for you this is just a good time but for me this is what i call life what would you do if your daughter was gone because she can't come home oh my gosh i just dropped the floor <laughs> sorry but what would what would you do if your daughter was gone because she can't come home, feet worn to the bone, and she's hungry? And a way to get to safety is to walk 13 counts uh, for a little bit of comfort. And now criminals might kidnap you or take you all. The money saved is gone now. So for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. How many kids do you have? What would you do? What could you make you move at 50, 60 years old? What would you do? How desperate would you have to be? How bad would you have to have it? How bad would it have to be? First person tells the story. September 2021, why did blacks even go to Texas? First person tell the story of America. What happened to America? Her principles. What would you do? If you're not native, if you're not African-American, write about your ancestors. What did your ancestors go through to get to where you are? What is their story? How is it like Haitians in September 2021? What did they do? If you're native, what about this place? Telling some they can't come and some they can to this place. And if you went through it, tell your story. Get it out. Relief. You know what to do. One, write a poem. Two, make your city high height video to get the word out. Three, show up and share a friend. This is the whole thing about what was going on with this and how this whole thing was going on and how this whole poem came to be. Wow. That's damn. I mean, what an it's incredible. It's real. Poem. It's real. It's definitely real because it, it's just plain this. So it's so true because you know we i think the main I, well the way it spoke to me is we book by its cover but we don't really see the inside of the book what's the story behind this cover why did they choose this cover we see the story and it speaks in volumes but because we were so focused on the outer appearance we don't think about well what did that person go through what did what did that thing or what was that circumstance that why do they have all these scars on their bodies and stuff? And why do they behave the way they behave? And it's one of well, those things like we're so focused on the what we're seeing, but we don't take the time to really say, okay, I want to know. So she said, oh, write about your ancestors and stuff like that. It's so true. Like, what do they go through? You know? Also, um, uh, being an educator and what um, the terminology, would be considered an urban district, but it just means that I, I have a lot of students who are, are students of color, which is, it's, for me, super uh, wonderful. But uh, again, I took a lot of from that, what is your history? How can you understand your history? Because again, in education, there is not a wealth of multiple perspectives and reality that this experience has been on right. the planet. 
And um, again, those, we need to have those stories shared and brought up. And those that's why Unravel Influence exists. Um, and, and that's exactly what uh, I know that you always brought up that conversation about people waking up and that this is not just a, a small sliver of a population movement. This is a movement for all of humanity to recognize and realize that these stories are real and important. And exactly, that's why Andy is trying to, you know, have this movement of having people have their voices be shared and heard. And, and that's why the AI movement cannot do it. Because yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And it's, and yeah. stories have not been shared. Yeah. So AI cannot tell the true stories. This is true. The true stories have been passed down by oral history versus written history that has been documented so that's also another thing that we need to discuss when it comes to ai that yeah. they might not have all the full story of humanity because sometimes this is true see but the way. issue is uh, but, but um for sending yeah an incredible piece yeah and i just want to add, yes. add on to what you said i think time now that people are starting to forget where they came from that is the problem now. Like, people from before us have paved the way for us, and it seems like we're forgetting where it all came from to begin with so we can have the things that we have. And I think that's always been my biggest issue. Like, I'll say this. Like, I, I'm, I'm a minority. I'm considered a minority, and I was born here. My parents or whatever. So I have this um, BL at work. Can't mention names. And she's Dominican, right? So my issue with her is he pretty much, the joke is, oh, she's Hitler. That's, that's like the joke, whatever. But it's like, you you know, she took away a lot of stuff that we're not able to do at work anymore. And my issue is her attitude, her demeanor is you forget where you came from because you being Dominican, you not being born here, you were born in the island, you came to America, whatever. And it's like, now that you're the DL, you're this high upper hierarchy of, you know, the company, you forget what it was to struggle because you have these rules, but you know, like you started as a one thing today and it seems like she has forgotten being one minority, one Hispanic to another, especially with women Hispanics, it's hard to get up to that level. And it's like, you forgot what it was to be where I used to be. And it's like, you're so focused on your title, being number one in the district or whatever, you forgot what it was to be where I'm at. And it bothers me sometimes because one Hispanic to another, I'm sorry, but you got, you can't forget where you come from. You know what it is to struggle. You know what it is to really go through a lot of adversity, whether you're Hispanic or another race, you know, anyone that pretty much, you know, that's not American, if that, that makes sense. And it's like, when people forget Absolutely. where you come from, it bothers me. I mean, I don't know if it's a personal issue that I have, but it's just, I never forget where I come from. Like, yeah, I live in a house, no. but I didn't always live in a house. I didn't always have this cool life that I live now. I didn't always have Christian mm -hmm. life. I was born in the projects. I grew up in the hood. I grew up in an area where people get shot and that was normal. And having up parents that didn't talk to us about stuff that I had to learn older on my own, found love in all the wrong places. But, and you know, now I'm in a better place, you know, thank my Lord and Savior. But it wasn't always this good for me. It wasn't always this peaceful. And even to this day, yes, do I still struggle in certain areas of my life? Yeah, but I, 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 have peace of mind now that I didn't have before that I know it's not gonna it's not gonna be the end of the world where before I didn't have guidance, I didn't have motivation, but I don't come down to 
people are forgetting where they came from. They're forgetting the roots of why we are here to begin with. And that bothers the shit. I'm sorry, I just had to really, it's been bothering me for months already. No, Andy, I'm really happy. Andy, I'm glad this is that you were able to share how you were feeling, especially um, if I want to make sure I heard the, you correctly. Um, the fact that you felt not necessarily that they were not um, recognizing you, but also just recognizing somebody of the same struggle acknowledging that the struggle might be still happening for you, even though it might not be still happening for them, but also recognize that you have the same set of cards, so to speak, even though um, everybody has a different experience. And obviously, Andy, I cannot speak on your experience. Um, and I try not to speak much on mine because I think this is a space where we want to hear from many, many voices. And I think we've been able to do that. But I do want to share this is that um, it is difficult because some people, um, I, again, this is a conversation that I don't necessarily want to open because we can go on for two, two more, three more hours. It's, it's such an uh, important conversation. Identity. Identity is an American identity as a human because um, I, I teach biology in my real life in a high school setting. So biology to me is our genes are all connected and cultural and other things are human constructions but um my own personal experience i was grew, i grew up in a home where um i was considered we considered that we were religious but we were raised jewish but so i i am not a minority because i cannot accept myself as being a minority because i am part of the the i you know the class that is the dominating uh, class of being caucasian but not being a you know a, a christian american they're just feeling of not belonging as well but again i would not consider myself to be a minority necessarily because i can't hide up within that class not that i want to hide within any class because again i tend to follow more science where we are genes and there's a cultural heritage that we have to recognize we have to acknowledge cultural and systemic and um trauma that has been passed on for generations yeah. and we cannot just ignore that no we i agree stop. with you we have to recognize just like and I, and this is why we brought this up and there was a reason why you had that uh i'm not i would say release session tonight on that because it brings us back to this moment about the living canvas canvas our our this is why we're going to end the live right here right now with this thought because andy you did bring it all back together real quick because we have to recognize that my our experiences whether or not we're in the same room or not can be absolutely fucking different whether we're in the same place at the same time and that's really what Eli and Rocky talked about as far as you're sitting in the center and whoever's drawing you or whoever's seeing you as the model they are seeing you from their perspective only they are seeing you from what they want to see from you and then what they want to create from that. So we have to accept that every artistic representation of that model is authentic and real and a real picture of what they saw and experienced. And just because your picture is totally different than my picture, it does not mean it's not true or not valid or anything. And that's why I think Andy, why you were able to speak so eloquently on something that's very difficult, a hot button, you know, it's definitely, makes I, I don't want to be uncomfortable talking about it because being uncomfortable talking about this is why we cannot move past but that's because i don't want to talk i want to listen more and so i thank you 
for sharing and feeling comfortable sharing. Your no, no, I, yeah. Tonight. And everybody else that has been able to share all of that, whether it's, you know, performing for the first time musically or sharing your beautiful, complete body for an artistic movement with no uh, covering. Right. Front. So, again, what a beautiful yeah, open this, mic. Tonight was definitely one for the book. This was a little bit different. So I think I'm going to officially announce this is the end of season four. And then next live we're going to go is going to begin season five because we have 21 episodes literally. And um, this was just, 21 is just the perfect number, I think. And it's my father's favorite number because his favorite number was um, 21. And so, um and hey, I'm born on the 21st of August, so 21 is a lucky number. So August 21st. But yeah, yeah. And, I, and I do. 21, 21, yeah, 21. so I just want to say, guys, thank you for joining us. And one thing I just want to say, one last thing, like, even in my Christian community, people are forgetting why we believe in the first place. It's getting to the point that even the gospel is getting distorted. And it's getting to the point where, okay, you realize why we're here. Right? We're saved by grace grace not by works and you realize that you know it's because jesus died on that cross and it's like it's sad that even in christianity and, and i even tell my brother this i'm very angry with the congregation but we could talk about that some other time but it's again it's all grouped back to what we just said right we're forgetting why we here in the first place we're forgetting why we began to believe in jesus in the first place and and that's why i get angry people forget where you from don't forget where where you come from when you start to succeed you have to remember your roots and that is mm -hmm. important and i'm and, wholeheartedly about that you don't forget and i right? say and and andy and i say remember what we're made up from and we're all made up from the same chemical compounds adenine thymine cytosine and guanine whether we're bacterium to trees an atom yeah we all are made up of the same Amen. chemicals so what a beautiful conversation. And I think I can't. I no, think that's I it. So guys. Join yes. us next week. And we got some amazing uh, lives and other interviews coming up. And again, we'll have some more open mics. And again, keep doing the great work, Andy. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank everybody. You. So guys, thank you for hitting up. All right. Peace. 21 it is. Lucky. Lucky. Yep. Number, right, Andy? Stop. See ya.